Alright everybody and welcome back to Crypto Natural, everybody's favorite podcast about uh, cryptids, UFOs, myths, legends, the truth behind some of our more common beliefs, and now ghosts. Yes, we are now into the ghost side of things. It's real fun. So I'm Jacob, and as you just heard, my wonderful little brother. Hey, what's up guys? It's Tristan. Alright guys, so this week, um, we're going to kind of do something a little basic, I guess is the way to put it. Uh, it is a, it's a urban legend, a cryptid technically, that everybody knows, especially nerds. Oh, I can only, I can only imagine what you're about to say next. Do you have a guess? do have slightly a guess because i was kind of looking at urban legends the other day a whole bunch of urban legends a whole bunch of cryptids but i think you should probably tell me what you're thinking of so we are actually going to do it on goblins yes yes goblins <laughs> so we'll kind of get into, into arnold for a minute uh, the history of the goblin, uh, some etymology, and kind of how they're seen across the world, really, especially in modern times and modern fiction. So, oh yeah, I can. I, I want to hear more about them gobbly goos, cause me, I'm a click clacked math rock goblin, and it it doesn't go well most of the time, so. We'll see how my brethren are doing. <laughs> so the goblin is an old uh, Anglo-Norman, old French uh, word. So it actually comes from the old French uh, goblin. Uh, came around in about 1195, 80. So uh, the first real mention... Or real stories of the goblin come from Normandy. That's an interesting place for, like, legends of goblins to come from. Just because of, like, where it's located. You would think it would be a little more like Europe. Sort of like that, a little more that direction. A little northern, more northern, I guess. Right. So you you think that would probably come more from, like, Scandinavia or... Denmark. Yeah, because they're often seen more as, like, fairies, aren't they? Goblins are more of, like, a fae kind of creature. Right, yep. And so, um... It, it, there's some thoughts about where the name actually comes from. It's kind of related both to the German kobold. And... Uh, the Greek uh, Kobalos, which means rogue, knave, imp, goblin, essentially. Um, but, I mean, its name kind of pops up everywhere in some variation, like in French, in medieval Latin, German, Greek. So, I mean, the name itself, um, it's, it, it kind of means a bunch of different things, right? So, like I, I said, the, the Greek version. Um, 
in German and Old Norse and everything, it kind of just essentially, like, it dial it down, it kind of means uh, hollow in the earth or hollow in a cliff, kind of like a, a cave. Hmm. Yeah, because, like, you would never really think about, like, where do goblins sleep, but I guess once you actually start thinking about it, you kind of just come up with caves. Right, like, uh, the first time you see goblins in uh, The Hobbit, essentially, uh, was in the secret cave in the mountains. Yeah, goblin caves are fun. <laughs> so, uh, they're very, they're, they're huge in Europe, right? Um, there's, there's so many different types of goblin. So I'll kind of kind of go through some of those, kind of explain where they come from, a little bit about them, um, from what I know. Uh, so have you you've heard of a red cap, right? The name sounds familiar, but I wouldn't be able to bring up a lot of like the stories or the lore just off the top of my head. Right. So a red cap is a type of goblin who dyes its hat in human blood. Um, it's an Anglo-Scottish border kind of folklore. So the red cap is, uh, it, it, it will dye its hat in human blood. It's kind of a malicious type of goblin. Um, but there are stories that if you, uh, knock the hat off of them or tip the blood out of their hat, it kind of immobilizes or paralyzes them. Okay, so pretty much all you need to do to defeat these little hell creatures is to whack their hat off their head and stop them dead in their tracks. Yeah, but they're very fast, they're very tricky, and they're very just vicious little fucks. I mean, I can be tricky and a vicious little fucker if I want to be. <laughs> right, and so there's, uh, there's also hobgoblins. Which, uh, Ooh, I, a lot of our nerds out there will know that from Spider-Man. I do enjoy hobgoblins very much so. Uh, so those are friendly little trickster goblins, which are found in English, Scottish, and Pilgrim folklore and literature. Uh, there's one called the Benevolent Goblin from the uh, Gesta Romanorum. Uh, that's somewhere in England, I guess. Uh, the Earl King is a malevolent goblin from German legend. The Trasco is from northern... It's a northern Spanish and northern Portuguese mythological creature of Celtic and Roman origin. Um, there's the, the Goblin Pony, uh, which is a French fairy tale. There's goblins at the bathhouse from Estonia. Uh, there's Dutch fairy tales. Uh, there's King Gob, a uh, Moldovan gypsy folktale. Uh, we have some from uh, stories from Danish fairy tales, Norwegian folktales, Swedish, uh, a lot of French, English, and Scottish and Irish folklore. Um, so the ones that are primarily found in, like, the English, Scottish, and Irish, they're more described as, like, roaming around and marauding bands that pillage farms and villages, 
uh, can commune with the dead, and, you know, they sell goblin fruits. Uh, yeah, you know, and you see a lot of these stories nowadays that are like, oh, goblins are, you know, very mischievous and very, very bad and all that stuff. But if I remember right, there's a certain goblin out there. I think it might have been... I want to say it might have been like a hobgoblin or something where the where the origins were actually very pure. They were pretty much slave goblins. Right. Am I right on that or So, in my research, I never really came across too much on that. Um but there are others. Uh in fact, a goblin-like creature that we have discussed before is the puckwudgie. Yeah, puckwudgies are very goblin-esque creatures. Uh, there's the Mookie, which is a pale goblin that lives in caves in the Andes. Um, we, there's a lot in in uh, Asia, like the, there's. Uh, where where did you say that other one lived? Uh, the first one you mentioned, the Mookie. Yeah. So those living, it's a pale goblin that lives in the caves in the the Andes, in, uh, which is in, in South America. In, Okay, in the Andes is what you said, yeah? Yeah. Andes nuts! Ha! <laughs> Got him! Oh, right. Well, you're special. But I, I, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of folklore in Asia as well. Like uh, China, Japan, India, South Korea, um, Bangladesh. There's even... Uh, stories where goblins are sometimes uh, identified with jinn in Islamic culture. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Because, like, well, I guess all of the lore that I've read and all the legends I've read about goblins, they're very much, like, fae creatures. They're very much, you know, fairy sort of creatures, very mischievous. They like to go out and they like to play tricks and have a good nice laugh but i guess you know i guess other mythologies don't see them the same which is um, interesting somewhat a lot of them are very vicious a lot of them are uh they're kind of the grotesque mischievous uh very greedy especially for gold jewelry um and in a lot of stories, they have a lot of the same magical ability similar to a fairy or a demon. So, like, a lot of the classifications, like, we, we see goblins a certain way. So, I mean, they're, they're very closely related to brownies or gnomes or imps or, as I said before, kobolds. They're just kind of just grotesque, mischievous, uh, greedy little creatures. Like they'll they'll they, uh, they'd sell their own mother for a a gold piece, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we should probably start switching into uh different I don't know urban myths I guess urban conceptions of what goblins are because I have a few examples of where goblins are present and they're they're shown as very different. Yeah, let's see what you got. So. You said goblins, and I want to say that the first uh, movie that came to my mind, uh, the first movie that I actually remember goblins being in, was the Spiderwick Chronicles. 
and right hob the goblins in that yeah the hobgoblins in that were nightmare fuel for my childhood and you cannot tell me otherwise <laughs> see for me when i think when i hear goblins um you know not just D, but the first thing that actually pops to my mind um is lord of the rings because tolkien actually based that that's what orcs are based off of it, yeah is they're based off of uh goblins and so and i'm a huge nerd and i i am i like it I, that's the first thing i think of i honestly i haven't seen many movies or tv shows that really delve into goblins that much they're they're mostly seen as sort of like pawns on the chessboard of the evil plan you know where it's like this this big evil guy is he's moving around these hordes of goblins and they're you know they're he pushes this one forward to to attack the the hero and the hero always cuts him down in one hit so it's just like when you look at the lore they're actually more formidable than a lot of things would lead you to believe yeah um they're kind of more like you said before kind of like the slave um they're not very bright. They're very mischievous, but they're not too bright. They're kind of... They're always seen as, like, the henchmen. Um, I mean, but there have been some very uh, prominent characters in literature that are uh, goblins or, or hobgoblins or... Um, like, you take... Uh, let's see, you, you have, have you read A Midsummer Night's Dream? No, I have not. So in there is a character, uh, in, fa in the realm of the fairies named Puck. And he is, he is technically, he is a hobgoblin. He also goes by the name of Robin Goodfellow. And he's very mischievous, and, and he's pretty infamous with the Fey folk. But he is, um, he is a hobgoblin. Um, they do. They like to play pranks. They like to play practical jokes. But they can be. Uh, they can even be very dangerous. And the thing I always found funny about hobgoblins. Um, is there is a pretty easy way to banish them forever. Yeah, I was just about to ask how the hell you get rid of them. So, uh, they actually touch on it in probably one of the most famous uh, literatures in the world. Um, they touch on it with a charming little uh, creature named Dobby. Oh my gosh, was Dobby a goblin? Technically, so in, in, in Harry Potter, he is called a house elf. But in, in all technicality, uh, he is a hobgoblin. And so the way to banish hobgoblins is to give them clothing. So always carry around an extra shirt or a pair of socks with you, or just throw dirty socks at every 
everything. Oh my god, throw dirty socks at everything under four foot. <laughs> so Dobby is actually just... a term for a hobgoblin in uh, Lancashire and Yorkshire. So in, oh, in wow, England, that's... Dobby is actually um, a name for a hobgoblin. Okay, you just blew my whole perception of Harry Potter, honestly, because, like, now I'm never going to think of a goblin without thinking, Dobby has a sock! Dobby is free! <laughs> Dobby's gone like the wind! <laughs> Team Rocket is blasting off again! So, but I, I thought that was interesting. Uh, because, like, you, you don't see it, but, like... In Harry Potter, he's called a house elf. They're pretty much slaves. Like, a goblin is usually a slave. Yeah. I mean, you know, I... It, it's a living. Yeah. Except they weren't paid. I mean, you gotta... Yeah, you, you gotta make your meal somehow. I mean, they already sold their mom off for a single gold piece to buy a cow from a little boy in exchange for some magic beans. Uh... Funny enough, now that you uh, say it, cow is actually an old Scots word for goblin. What? Cow? Really? Yep. Oh my god. Okay, so now we need to look out for any singular moo face out there that might be a shape-shifting goblin of some sorts, and we yep. live in the worst area for that. Uh, and... Hobgoblins have been known to be shapeshifters, along with brownies. Um, the Smurfs were actually uh, called goblins. Um, early, like early Smurfs were called goblins. Hey, Jacob. Hmm. We live in an area where cows roam free um, all around a big cave out in the middle of the desert. We should go goblin hunting. At the civil defense caves? Oh, yeah, people. <laughs> um, we need to go goblin hunting. Yeah, that, that would be fun, I think. Jacob, we need to go goblin hunting. I'll grab the t-shirt cannon. <laughs> that would be... Uh, that would be hilarious. Like, why are you guys firing just, like, random t-shirts everywhere? Shh! Goblins. goblins! Goblins everywhere! My god, they're here! We'd be put in the drunk tank and then the psych ward. Uh, yeah, probably after they realize we have not had a drink in weeks. Which is funny, like, I'm waiting to get pulled over uh, when I get off of my second job because there's no way I can leave there without smelling like alcohol. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. blow someone's mind. Like, how are you blowing perfect but you just reek of alcohol? I work at a bar... <laughs> Yeah, I'm waiting to leave my second job. Um, just bags so far hanging down under my eyes. Just scared out of my wits. Just muttering to yourself, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. I can't. Um, but, I mean, there's not a whole lot. Like, there's a lot of old folk tales, a lot of old stories about goblins, but... Um, I've been looking and I, I can't find any modern sightings, really. 
Yeah, there's... I mean, it's kind of hard to find modern sightings of these things with the internet and all that happening. You would think it would be easier with the internet, but it, it it's not because someone will post a picture on something and be like, oh, look, it's a goblin or it's this or it's that. And everyone will be like, no, it's photoshopped. You can tell because of this or that or this or that. And it, it's all just crap, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, are they out there? Maybe. Um, do I want do I want to meet one and ask it if it would gobble these nuts? Hey, if it would be gobbling these nuts. Hey. <laughs> Dude, you cannot you cannot know how long I've been waiting to say that. The minute you said goblin, I was so tempted, but I'm like, no, I'll save it till the end. Yeah, I... There's better ways to go out, bud. Hey, we still gotta plug our socials, it's fine. The... Oh, I just meant there's better ways to die than making that terrible, terrible joke. Oh, no, there's not. There really isn't. Not in my world. <laughs> the only way I want to go out is making a D's Nuts joke, or having a D's Nuts joke made to me. <laughs> oh, alright. Uh, Plug some socials. Oh, you want me to plug the socials? I'll plug the socials. Yeah, why not? Alright. Alright, so you can uh, find us on Twitter at uh, CryptoNatural1, uh, capital C. And uh, you can find us on Instagram at Crypto underscore pod. That one's a little less used, but send a message his way. Jacob will figure it all out. He's the one running that social. Um, if you're more into some basic... Uh, tomfoolery and dick fuckery we uh we have our new podcast live uh the second episode just came out last friday a new episode will come up not this upcoming friday but next friday um due to some events and scheduling planning we are switching to a bi-weekly upload upload schedule um but the other podcast is called what was the subject again a podcast where me and Jacob just talk about whatever the hell we want and we go as far off the rails as possible. It's a lot of fun for us. Um, but yeah, you can find that podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Um, I think that's about it. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Um, I don't know. You guys want to play D and D with us sometime? <laughs> hey guys, if you ever, hey, if any of you ever want to just play Dungeons and Dragons with us, send us a message over Twitter. I mean, we'll figure it out. Yeah, our last group kind of fell apart, and we really miss playing. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard to schedule everything. It really but, is. But uh, oh. Yes, I was going to touch on the schedule again. Um, like I said, because of some scheduling issues, we will be switching to a bi-weekly upload schedule. So this, when you're hearing this, um, Crypto Natural will be coming up on Wednesdays, like usual, obviously. Um, but it will be every other week, eh? or every other week with our other podcast, What Was the Subject Again, coming out on the off weeks. So you will have 
a new episode of the Schnobrick Boys coming at your ear holes live, um, just in different versions. So if you want more comedy, go check out our other one. What was the subject again? If you like spooky, stay here. Get all your spooks and spokes out. All right, everybody. It's been fun, and uh, live long and prosper. Don't forget, Goblin D's nuts.